Hello, hello, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hope you're all awesome and well. Good to see a few of you jumping on. Nice and early this morning, as always. Morning, Tim. Good to see you, mate. Hope you're all excellent. I'll do the quick intros as we warm up the old internet, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're dialing in from. Thanks for joining. Fabulous to see all of you here. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, didn't already know, some of you do, maybe some of you don't. Morning, Alison. Hope you're well. Good to see you. We're at Wonderful Wednesday throughout the week. We've been doing this for a little while. Some of you know that. We've been uh, getting together each morning, having a chat over coffee about property investing. So if you're new, if you're new, let us know. Give us a shout out. Say hello in the chat. Let us know where you're coming in from, where you are in this wonderful, wonderful world. Brendan, good to see you, mate. Happy days. What is going on today? Hey, what happened yesterday? Let me know in the chat. Uh, No surprise for those who are in the know, but what happened yesterday? What did the RBA do? What did the RBA do? They put put the old cash rate. Howdy, Jeff. It's good to see you, mate. They put the cash rate up, folks, Um, and uh, wasn't um, up 0.25%. Yep, ninth rate rise. Yep. They're going for uh, they're going for a few, aren't they? Uh, and we know we know where that's going. We've sort of chatted about this. And uh, today, I thought what I wouldn't mind doing. The other week, uh, last week, I got a chance to talk about servicing and lending, and and I think it's the most misunderstood concept when it comes to borrowing and lending. And um, borrowing and lending is not straightforward by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, not all lenders are, are made equal either. Uh, when we have a look at uh, what's going on, there's actually about 130, 130 lenders in Australia, uh, in Australia that uh, that you can borrow money from. Now, it doesn't mean you qualify for all those 130 lenders, but you know, there you go. So today, I thought we'd talk about borrowing, servicing, what improves it, what makes it worse, is a 0.25 increase a big deal, there's probably another two to come, you know, what's to go. And now the challenge is, the challenge is for many of us, maybe, you know, we get a bit worried about this concept and um, I'm going to show you what what happened when many, many people sort of fell asleep at the wheel, right, uh, when it comes to borrowing. Anyway, let's get into that. Let's have a look at, uh, let's have a look at, yeah, it, there's those psychological sort of levels often with this sort of stuff. You know, a million dollars was a psychological level for, you know, property investors or house buyers. And that million dollars psychological level busted now, like, you know, a good house anywhere on the east coast of Australia, you know, which is fancy and nice and whatever is, yeah, it's a million bucks. And, you know, right now, you know, the cash rate cracking above 3%, you know, that's, um, um, that's uh, you know, that's an interesting one as well. But let's go and have a look at uh, what what is going on and what we can expect. We talked, I talked about this one the other day. This is where we are: cash rate going up, 025 percent. That was already on the cards. It was already on the cards, according to 
you know, the aggregated opinion. Morning, Adrian. Good to see you. Uh, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, the aggregated opinion of many, many professionals. Now, I prefer the aggregated opinion which shows up in places like the stock market and uh, forward um you know, 10-year bonds and stuff like that. I'm not going to dive deep into the nitty-gritty of it. Um, join us on Friday. Andy Fenton and I do a little bit more talking about that. Um, but, um, you know, what what you know, what does it look like when, you know, we're sitting here right now in the future? Well, it doesn't look that bad. You know, the cash rate going up to about 3.5%, maybe about 3.75%. You know, what does that mean to us in borrowing terms, in serviceability, uh, you know, in capacity? Because uh, actually, I'll move that around. Um, what I said this morning in my headline was like there's there's the serviceability is the most misunderstood thing when it comes to borrowing. You know, there are two like levers you can pull when it comes to the ability to service. Most of us know that you've got to have a deposit, you've got to have some funds from somewhere. Um, We call that buying power, the ability you have got to contribute towards a loan, you know, cash or equity. But serviceability, the ability for your income and expenses on paper to have a ratio that the lenders are happy with, Uh, is the thing that's most misunderstood when it comes to the world of lending. So let's talk about the ability to service loans this morning. We're going to dive into some details in a minute, but there's two levers, two levers you can pull, two levers you can pull when it comes to improving, improving or worsening. I don't know, is worsening a proper word? What are the two levers you can pull? What are the two things you can do to improve your ability to service on paper um, when it comes to, um, yeah, that's good, doesn't um, When it comes to lending, folks, put that in the chat for me. What are the two things we can do? There's only two things. There's only two things. Uh, broadly speaking, when it comes to the ability to borrow, uh, one could be, could be endless and one has a ceiling. Yeah, income and expenses, boom, Alison, you're right. Number one. You can reduce expenses, reduce expenses. Now, the challenge is, the challenge is, and we'll talk about that in a minute, even if you went and moved in with your, you know, your mum and dad, you know, I know many young people move in with their parents so they can save some money to get a, to get a property <clears throat> or whatever. Even if you do that, the lenders, uh, the lenders say, well, you know, I know you're saving money, but in real life you should be spending it. So right now we're not even going to allow, allow that to count for servicing. You can own, there's, a, there's, a, there's a baseline. There's only a certain amount of reduced expenses that actually help. Even if you reduce them further down here, that might help for cash, but it doesn't help for servicing, all right? And that's kind of, Annoying, but that's just the way it is. And what's the other one? You know, it's pretty easy, two sides of the coin. Well, you can get your income up. Income. Now, income can come in multiple ways, and then we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what it looks like um, uh, and et cetera. So let's dive into that. Let's have a bit of a, a, a sticky beak, um, as they say, when it comes to the world of um, 
borrowing. Hopefully, you guys can see that. All right. Now, I've got a little bit of a test, uh, a test here today. Tommy test, and Tommy wants to borrow some money. Right. Tommy wants to borrow some money, and uh, Tommy wants to borrow five hundred thousand dollars. This is the loan we're sort of going for. Um, that's the idea. It wants to buy a home, eighty percent LVR. Got a bit of deposit, that sort of stuff. Let's have a look at what's going on for Tommy. Now, up here, if you have a look, you know, um, he doesn't get there. He doesn't get there just on a single household income. Um, what is happening for his ability to service this is basically only his income, only his income, folks, all right? And uh, if you have a look, there's a few things that the lenders do. And now this is where it's the most confusing because it's like, can you afford the actual payments, the interest rate payments, right? Now, if you worked it out, Tommy, our good old Tommy, mate, he could actually afford the interest rate payments. He, he can. He can afford them, right? He, he's got the actual cash to pay for this, and often he's already you know, paying that in rent, right? Um, but on paper, there's two calculations that the lenders use. So, and this is where, you know, this is kind of the conversation in and around, folks. This is the conversation about, you know, is the world going to end when it comes to, you know, the interest rates going up and, you know, oh, everyone coming off the fixed rate and all this sort of rubbish that you hear out there? And the, and the answer is no, that's bullshit. It's not going to end. Um, what has happened for quite a while is an assessment rate. Now, now, I'm going to sort of get a little bit detailed today, so roll with me because this is important to understand because these are the things that will change into the future and that will signal for us the world of improving finance, okay, improving finance um, as we go. Now, assessment rate, the ability for um, into the future based on some risk that uh, that the banks are putting on there. All right. So what like how what percent what percentage is the bank putting on top of the actual interest rate to assess Al Tommy test here? Right? And you know, put it in the chat. You can do the math. You know, seven minus four is three. So there's three percent on top. Pretty well every lender, pretty well every lender out there, right, is putting three percent. Some folks are putting Four percent. Have a look at this. Some down here. You have a look at Latrobe putting five percent. Holy moly! Right. So there's an assessment rate problem. Right now, you think, oh shit, I've got plenty of cash flow. Like I can pay for the loan. Uh, number one hurdle: assessment rate. Okay. Number one hurdle: assessment rate. So then the next one they've brought in. Uh, not too, not too bad on recent times. Uh, well, in recent times, a debt to income ratio. Oh, not only if we don't get you on the assessment rate, then what I want to do is make sure you, you don't exceed, you know, six point two five debt to income ratio. Now, for me, this is just bullshit. But anyway, again, another hurdle to jump over. And Tommy Test. Now, not 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 making it across the chasm here for any of these, okay, when it comes to servicing, which is a shame. Now, let's have a look at the, you know, if 
This is for an owner-occupier loan, and we'll talk about investment in a minute. What does Tommy do? You know, at the end of the day, his expenses, which is HEMS, the household um, something measurement. I, I can't remember what the E stands for. Um, expenditure measurement, the household expenditure measurement. Um, um, yeah, mate, totally, Tim. Like it's so annoying. Like, and the challenge is right now for most of us, we've got more equity than we've probably ever had before, and you freaking can't get at it, right? And it's like, what? So frustrating, all right? But you know, we need to understand what's going on, uh, what the effects of, let's say, an interest rate rise might do, um, and you know, then assess as we roll along. Okay, but let's just do this. Let's do this. The easiest one is to say to Tom. Mate, go get a pay rise. All right, let's do $90,000. 10 grand more. Is that possible? Boom. Go, Tommy. Tommy's got his loan. So, for everyone sitting there right now, if you think about the effect of getting a small incremental pay rise, $10,000, that's doable, right? So, so, number one, the easy one, obviously, um, for many of us, is if we can, you know, get a pay rise. And also, you know, ask for, you know, that consideration as we go along. What else can you do for income in here? This is a really good calculator, has some good ideas. You know, uh, any other casual income, any commissions, any overtime, you know, allowances, bonuses, any foreign income, investment income, you know, um, as we go. Um, um, You know, Second PAYG job, government payments, blah, 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 all of this other stuff. So there's some plenty of things there as you go along. Yeah, and Alison, you know, sometimes you do have to go back and go, listen, my HEMS expense isn't regular because, you know, I'm pretty good at this and you have to show some evidence on that exactly, which is what you're saying, which is cool. So, you know, Tommy's there. He's, he's winning, all right? Now, let's go down and have a look at this loan Um and instead of buying an owner-occupier, this is sometimes where you got to sort of, you know, rent vest um, and, uh, before you go. What would his serviceability be if he turned this into an investment property? Check out the servicing at the top there. It went from 500 to 746, right? So if we whack in the rental income, and we just need to do a little bit of this, call this, you know, 650. Uh, even if you put a really conservative 4% in there, gee. Um, as we go, um, the capacity for borrowing up the top here, 949,000, right? So sometimes for many of us, if we're looking at this stuff and go, okay, gee, what's going to happen when it comes to, uh, you know, buying, yeah, and 80% or 90% affects it to um, Alison when it comes to allowance of the income. And in here, you can find out from each of these lenders and policies what they do, right? So let's do something interesting here for a second. Let's override the interest rate, okay? Now, let's put – now, what was the interest rate before? Now, this is where we can see something that might affect things. The interest rate um, or the product rate, 6.79 for Latrobe, you know, down down here is like, um, you know, 4.93. So let's just do 5%. Okay, so 5% um, right now. Oh, I'm going to whack that in there. Okay, 5%. And we're going to say, all right, this is what it looks like at 5%. Okay, max capacity at 5%. Now, 
if we were to get three more interest rate rises from now, 2.25s, we would pass that interest rate on. Now, stick with me. I just want to show you, you know, is there going to be a massive effect right now on these next few interest rate rises? And the answer is not going to be massive, right? So let's go 5.75%. Did you see the difference? Okay, sorry. So a million and 36. Stick with me. And I delete this one, two, three, million and 36, two, a million, 100. All right. So it's about $70,000, folks, when it comes to an investment property uh, and that sort of stuff. And if you look down the, the page here, it's, this, it's a similar effect as we go along. So the point of this morning, and I'll come back to this for a second. The point of this morning is when it comes to those interest rate rises and things popping up and whatever, um, the next couple of interest rate rises are, are not going to affect in a seriously significant way serviceability, right? Like it for most of us. However, let's do this. Let's do this. All right. I want to do one last thing. I, I took a bit longer than I wanted to this morning, but let's just do this. Let's say we bought this property, and I'm going to say I bought it off the plan because I like off the plan for times like this, uncertain times. Let's say the quoted rent was 500. Now, when it lands, when it lands in two years' time, the actual rent is 650 because we're looking good. Uh, check that out, right? The interest, uh, the, the servicing goes up another 70 grand or so anyway. Okay. So we counteract this with the rent. If we go here, 1.75, um, a million and uh, a million and one million one hundred and three, you know, that's the seventy thousand dollar gap when it comes to servicing our rents going up uh in the meantime. Hopefully that made sense. Does that make sense? It does get a bit complicated to try and explain this in a short period of time. But there you go. Two levers we can pull, expenses down, incomes up. You can earn more income, happy days but also your property can earn more income, okay? A hundred bucks worth of rental increase on that property counteracts the three 2.5 interest rate rises that are possible in the next little bit, okay? Um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's another one when it comes to LMI and valuations and equity releases, Alison, as we go along. But anyway, a little bit data heavy this morning. A little bit, little bit, uh, little bit down in the details. But you know, for all of us, think about this: uh, Will your income increase in the next little while, next one to two years? Most likely, maybe. If you're good at your job, you know the opportunity to do that as we go along. Fine. Uh, will your property's rental income increase in the next two years? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. And, you know, we've talked about that and the, the myriad of reasons for that right now, okay? Um, anyway, there you go. Hopefully that made sense, team, um, when it came to circling around on the, you know, the part two of our serviceability and borrowing power conversation the other day. We're done and dusted, done and dusted for today anyway. Join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat, uh, you wonderful, amazing people. Let's do it again tomorrow. As always, let me know in the chat if there's something that uh, is on your mind or 
maybe, you know, we should uh, pontificate or coffee chat over. Always let me know. All right, folks, that's it from me. You guys be awesome. Be well. Have a good uh, a good rest of your day. And um, see you tomorrow. Later, folks. Bye-bye.